Hey everyone, welcome to the Key Seekers Podcast. I'm your host, Ramnik. I'm your co-host, Chad. We want to welcome you to the podcast. We are really excited about this project. Key Seekers International Group is a boutique real estate group brokered by HomeSmart, tailored and dedicated to service. And one thing we wanted to do is create a platform dedicated to highlighting and showcasing the integrity, inspiration, and potential of the people and businesses within our communities. Not only that, we also wanted to curate personal conversations and establish meaningful relationships that could add value to anyone listening that's seeking growth in their own pursuits to help accomplish their own goals. So welcome. And thanks for listening. So here we go. Okay, so welcome to our roundtable podcast. Today, oh wait, I don't know if you can there hear you me. Yeah. Start again. Close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome everybody to the Key Seekers podcast. Today, our guest is Christy Harder from Harder Acupuncture Center. And Christy has been a very dear friend of mine for a really long time. And I was sharing with my colleagues here in Key Seekers uh, how having acupuncture treatments was really helping me. And amazingly, Mani Ramnik was really excited and said he was just telling Nikki that she should go and get that. And that is how this podcast was created. So welcome, Christy. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here. It was it was really fun because, you know, we started this podcast and start highlighting people we come across, people we work with and everything like that. And then it's, it's funny how the timing of everything works in terms of our conversation with and we got Nikki on right now and Sherry, and I'm super excited to have you on and kind of highlight what you do and just talk about acupuncture in general because I think there's a lot of misconceptions around it and there's so much around, you know, Eastern medicine and and just, you know, mental health in general. There's just so much information out there and a lot of people trying to sell you stuff, you know, and, and everything else. So it's just it's nice to hear from people that actually practice these things. Right. I, I do think that there's a lot of misconception and confusion about acupuncture. One of my patients last night said, I tell people I'm getting acupuncture and it's really helped me, but they seem scared and they don't know what it is. And, and I've had, well, people are afraid because they think it's a hypodermic needle and it's totally not. It's right. It's a tiny little needle. Right. And to full confession, I've never had acupuncture. Right. But I I have a lot of family members that have had it done and it really helps them and everything. So I've seen the positive effects of it. I wanted to ask you that, Monica, because I thought it was really interesting that you had never had acupuncture and yet you were recommending it to Nikki. So why was that? Well, because I think you were talking about like some kind of dry needling Service? Yeah, I've been yeah. doing dry needling and physical therapy, and then you recommended or asked if I had ever had acupuncture. Right. So I'm excited to try it. Yeah. I've heard dry needling is painful. I don't know. Um, it's not too bad. They, I think it's like a similar needle as they do in acupuncture. Oh, it's the same needle. They yeah. buy acupuncture yeah, needles. Yeah, but they put it in the muscle and kind of like move it around to get your muscle to activate. Yeah, they stole that twitches. from us. <laughs> <laughs> so my muscle will twitch, and I don't know, it just depends. Right. My right side hurts more than my left side for some reason, but it's not too bad. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it. that technique is taken from Chinese medicine, and I won't go into uh, what we think about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or maybe we should. But, well, um, acupuncture is safer 
when physical therapists make a mistake, um, it goes on acupuncture because they're using acupuncture needles. Mm -hmm. And certain states have now banned it um, from physical therapists because they don't have the training. Mm. And that's why when you do look for an acupuncturist, you want to go to somebody who is certified by the NCCAOM, the National Something of Acupuncture, because that means that we've gone to school, we've gotten a master's degree, we've been in school for four to six years, we've learned the entire medicine, not just a weekend course and how to stick a needle in somebody. Yeah. And I think, you know, Sherry, you were talking about this earlier, like another day about how that's one of the misconceptions that like acupuncture and a lot of these things are just something you can just learn over like a weekend, like Chrissy is saying, and and then all of a sudden you're an expert at it. Exactly. I mean, I did want to feature that part of Christy's background because Christy and I have known each other for many, many years. And when she and I met, she was a massage therapist Mm -hmm. and an excellent one at that. So she had many, many years as a massage therapist and then decided to go to acupuncture school. And we were friends throughout her years Mm -hmm. of study and dedication. So do you want to talk a little bit about that, Christy? It was a long five years, <laughs> and, but I've been out of school for five years, so I've been practiced for five years, and um, I have a plethora of different modalities which within traditional Chinese medicine from which to work, and um, and plus the I have a more intimate, I would say, knowledge of the body from being a massage therapist, and that is what makes me different from other people. Mm. Um, plus I just, I love what I do. Yeah. That makes a huge difference. And that really shows, um, I know that Christy is my friend, but I do want to take this opportunity to just highlight a few things about Christy because we never really walk up to somebody and say, Hey, let me tell you how great I am. Right. And, um, you know, I was just thinking about this. And one of the things that I really want to say about Christy is that she is a very dedicated and devoted person. Um, She's very devoted to service. Mm -hmm. And um, Christy and I met in actually a meditation group. And we also used to work in a soup kitchen once a month. Oh, wow. And um, even now, that element of service just really carries through as I hear about the special things that she has done for her clients. Now, obviously, I don't want to say this and have a whole bunch of people wanting extra special treatment or anything like that, but Christy does go above and beyond. She has a lovely um, lady. um, Blushing. (laughs) (laughs) But she has a lovely um, elderly woman that, you know, she brings groceries to. Um, she She's at, later on today, she's going all the way to Casa Grande to give extra service to some mm. folks who can't come for treatment. Um, and she just has an incredible, generous spirit. And I just wanted to to say that so that people can see who you are as a human being beyond just the needles well i mean it makes and that totally makes sense on why you guys gravitate towards each other and then how we're all part of like a similar type of function because you know even us in the real estate industry one of the big things in our group is that there's so many real estate agents 
so what, right? We all went through school. We all have done deals. But what sets us apart is this X factor in terms of who are we as people, right? And what what it, what what we do, not necessarily the extra mile we, we go, but like the things that are important to us and what, how we come to service for our clients and friends and family, you know? So I think that's kind of how we all resonate with each other. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say that that is, so how you are, your personality, everything about you, your inner self, whatever, that's your personal chi. Mm. And so chi is, I equate it to matter. It's the vital energy that's within all of us. I mean, this table has some kind of chi, and, and we all have a different um, chi in us. I mean, every, nature, it's, it's all part of this room. I mean, there's a creation of something different here than if, um, Sherry wasn't here or you weren't here, Monty. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when, um, you know, I can do the same treatment as another acupuncturist and somebody will have a different result and it's based on me or that person. Yeah. Um, and, and it's really, um, I, I am really grateful for the people that are attracted to me because they're the coolest people. I love my patients. I mean, they're great. I've some of them have been with me ever since I started. Some previously, massage clients turn acupuncture patients, and um, and they're it's just wonderful. I'm grateful every day for that. Right. Well, and that's an a testament to you as well that you have people who stay with you for years, regardless of what your modality is. Right, and also for people that think that they have to do acupuncture for years, I mean, there is a treatment plan. There is. Uh, certainly the time that you need to come to get to 80% of whatever your goal is. And then I like to back the treatments down, but a really good just health tonic preventative is a once a month treatment mm-hmm. um, because you feel better. It, it just, it makes a difference. And a regular schedule of that also makes a difference. Just like when we regularly schedule meditation or we eat regular meals that are healthy, it's part of a healthy lifestyle. What yeah. kind of, what kind of people do you think would you say from the work you've done so far like what kind of symptoms or problems come to you over and over and over again Most people think of acupuncture for pain like shoulder pain back pain like Nikki has mm-hmm. or um uh stress anxiety <clears throat> I've had people come for postpartum depression infertility mostly I would say it's pain but I get some interesting cases, like people that want to maintain um, their symptoms when they have Parkinson's. Mm. You know, I don't have a cure for it, neither does Western medicine, but acupuncture can help them from getting worse for Mm. a longer period of time. It can stave off surgery. Um, I have a patient just now who now has to have surgery, but he has been able to postpone that by two years Right. um, with acupuncture. And it, it's been great. So mostly pain, but a plethora of things, stomach issues. Um, and yeah, people come in with some weird stuff that I even have to go, mm, I got to look that up. <laughs> yeah. You know, my wife got acupuncture quite a bit. Well, not quite a bit, but like, you know, like you try to do a more frequent type of thing and then life happens and all that stuff. But our, my sister-in-law is an, ac- an acupuncturist too, and she went with her for several treatments and it was always because of 
from what I can remember, like more like, oh, I have some kind of, you know, back pain or something like that. But every time she would come away from like walk away from that treatment, she it would do wonders more for her anxiety and just her like just her mental health more than just like the initial reason she came in for. So absolutely. I remember years and years ago um, going through a breakup mm-hmm. and I was just so distraught that that's what I did. I went to acupuncture, I think it was like just several, 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 several times and to help me just get over it. I know mm-hmm. it sounds weird, but it can help you emotionally and spiritually. Do you want to speak about that at all? Well, yeah, a lot of people come in, especially now for anxiety and depression. Right, especially with like all, everything we're going through. Right. Yeah. And um, it does help. I mean, I, well, so I have a patient, you asked about people, I have a patient who, um, she's been my patient for mm, a year and a half, maybe almost two years. And initially she came every week and then she backed down her sessions as she started to feel better. Um, COVID happened and then she got to the point, she, I didn't see her for several months and she really felt sick and now she's coming back and she feels so much better. But what really um, made a point with her is when one of her coworkers said, you know, since you've been doing acupuncture, you have more energy, you can do things, you can go on, you know, you're not canceling on us on a Saturday when we want to go hiking. You know, you're more, you're just better. Your energy's better. Wow. And sometimes it's subtle and you don't notice it. But right. it's, it's a powerful medicine. Right. When other people can see the difference in you. You know, I know for myself, I was limping, um, and it was it was awful. Um, but I started going to Christie, and within two treatment, we had, I had two treatments in one week, mm. and then my limp my limp was gone. And I'm still, you know, going back, not as frequently frequently, but it made it made a big difference. Give us some misconceptions that other people have, might have in the industry. So, uh, or about the industry, actually. I have even had a patient who said that her doctor told her to make sure that I didn't reuse needles on other people. Oh, that geez. never happens ever. <laughs> wow. They are disposable, single use. They go in a sharps container. Right. It's one time, um, and I am. A bit of a germaphobe so even before covid you couldn't catch anything from anything in my office right. and definitely now it's uh, stepped up a bit so um so that is one thing there are single-use sterile needles right um people also let's see what else do they think about acupuncture maybe they're afraid that it's going to hurt well yes and if somebody tells you that it doesn't and i'm using quotes with my fingers air quotes air quotes yep um that it doesn't hurt, it can. It depends on your definition of hurt. So when you've, if the needle, so we talked about chi, so you have chi in your body, which is your own body's energy. And let me back up here a little bit. So acupuncture, um, and they've they've mapped this out with MRIs. Um, there's particular channels of energy in your body and they, they flow like rivers and some rivers go up, some rivers go down and some rivers just go all over the place. And, and that, um, is kind of how it works. It also, there's some studies being done, uh, by a female doctor at Harvard, uh, on acupuncture affecting the fascia, 
and the fascia being like more like your body's secondary nervous system because it connects all the tissues, the organs, it's all over the place like, like a web. And if you cut away the bone and the tissue and left the skin, the fascia would keep your body up. I mean, it's that, it's glue, it's connective tissue. So, which is why I can do an acupuncture point in your calf and treat a hemorrhoid, say. Mm. You know, it doesn't have to be a local point to treat. Um, so the rivers are flowing and then there's a dam and on one side of the dam, there's no energy or no flow. And on the other side of the dam, there's too much. So acupuncture by using specific points in certain combinations, because we talk, we have a good half an hour conversation and you you'll experience this Nikki in the beginning of what's going on with you, because I'm treating the whole body, all of you, not just your symptoms. So we're treating underlying reasons as to why you had that symptom so that that symptom doesn't come back. Whereas um, Western medicine treats just the symptom right? and the underlying problem might still be there. Right. That's, so, a, that's a huge thing it, mm-hmm. and a huge just like Eastern medicine, like the philosophy is much more holistic in nature. So it's right. much more like specific to the core like, relationships yeah yeah instead of treating the symptom isn't treating the actual cause right and it, and it's very all the channels they all relate to each other and they connect with different connecting channels um, which is why a point on the left side of the body on the foot can treat your brain on the right side kind of a thing but back to does it hurt so you know we all have um you know, peripheral nerves along our skin. So you get a paper cut. It doesn't hurt as bad as a paper cut. I swear to God. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good, because um, paper cuts hurt. I know. They sting. Yeah. But you're, you're talking about a tiny little micro puncture through the skin. And sometimes you do feel that. And then as the needle goes in farther and it hits the chi, there is an electrical sensation. Sometimes, not always. Because sometimes the chi's right there for the needle to hit, and sometimes the chi rises to the needle. Depends on whether you're deficient or excess, but that's a whole nother conversation. So so does it hurt? If, if our brains don't recognize um, anything different, but, but I wanna say this because this is super important to me. So when your brain says, oh, that hurts, it's painful there you got a paper cut it's sending collagen and healing and fibroblasts and stuff like that to that cut to heal it as the same way with acupuncture if there's a sensation it's going to hit your brain right away and your brain's going to do its thing um now does every single needle hurt and you feel everyone no not unless you're really stressed out i mean and you you can i mean it um but in general and it's momentary. It's like a millisecond of something, and then you're fine. And the best part about it is that after the needles are in, you get to take a nap on the table for 30 minutes. Right. Because <laughs> that's the best way for the body to heal. Your brain's out of it by then. The brain's done its function when the needles go in. Right. And then the body, which is very intelligent, does the rest. Well, and I can attest to that, that there have been times, there's been a couple of needles that have gone in that have hurt. And then sometimes it'll go in and I don't even know it's in yet. Right. And the most comfortable time I've had, like in weeks, have been when I have been taking a nap on Christy's table. Yeah. <laughs> People do say that. Yeah. Nikki, when you did your dry needling, what was that experience like? Do you, Did you do it recently or was it something um, in the past? Yeah, I got it done on... Tuesday this week. I do it twice a week. But um, 
I don't know if the in- sorry I don't know if the insertion is like similar to acupuncture, but he just does one at a time, and we'll find a tight muscle and insert the needle into it, and then wiggle it around, and then be done. So that's all. Okay. I don't know if that's similar. Like, is the insertion similar to that? Yeah, because it's the same as an acupuncture needle, mm-hmm. right? There's a little insertion tube, and they press through that, or sometimes they might freehand, but then again, it's Western medicine. They're treating the symptom of that one muscle. Yeah. But you have all these other muscles in your shoulder. Like if they're working on the upper trap and you don't work on all the other muscles that go into shoulder movement, mm-hmm. then what are you really doing? You're just chasing symptoms. And then you always have to go back to physical therapy and then they get your insurance money. Right. Like So it's, it's not treating you and the cause of the problem it's treating the symptom yeah i get that well we'll be able to do a nice comparison yeah that'll be nice to compare the two it's usually like around 10 needles that gets put in my back i think um twice a week so and and i'm guessing like how many needles and where and all that kind of depends on the person it depends on the person and the system that I use. I mean, I've used one needle on somebody and treated wrist pain, and I've used 50 needles. It just depends on the person. Sometimes one treatment method works over another. Again, that's dependent on chi and thoughts and, and what's going on. But um, how many, so you've been going twice a week. How many weeks? Um, I'm at about eight weeks right now. Oh, and you feel so much better that you don't need to go. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a process because I started with the chiropractor for my neck and back pain. And then he said, I don't know if I can help you with like your problem. So I got sent to a pain management doctor and she sent me to physical therapy so my insurance could approve an MRI. So it's just all part of the hoops I have to jump through. Right, to get an MRI. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. So everybody out there, just so you know, after our podcast, we're going to do a live video where Christy is going to give a treatment to Nikki. So stay tuned for that so you can see how, how Christy addresses all of this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm super yeah. excited. Yeah, it would be cool, especially to see the reference point, especially someone who's done, you know, like more of the Western medicine type approach and then experiencing things truly for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then seeing, like comparing, you know, the results of that. So what would you say are reasonable expectations? Like what are some things that you want people to know before they come in terms of expectations of how many treatments they should expect to do with you before experiencing some results? So that is dependent on the person, their age, um, the problem, how many years, months, days, they've had the problem, um, what you ate before you came in. So I encourage everybody to eat a little bit about an hour before you come in because there's a whole bunch of different types of chi, but the best chi to work with is Gucci or food chi. Um, otherwise, acupuncture is going to tap into a deeper level, and it's better to use the, the chi that you have in the moment. Um and in terms of sessions, I mean, sometimes after the first session, somebody feels 50% better. 
but that lasts maybe two or three days and then the pain comes back or maybe they're still doing it. Maybe it's a baseball pitcher and he's still pitching. Well, Mm. I can only, you know, if you're doing the same thing that caused you the pain in the first place, then it might take a little bit longer. Um, Sometimes older people have uh, two pages of medications and then it's tougher because you're trying to go through they're from the medications their chi is different right and so to try to balance that out might take a little bit longer um, but typically for um what will um there's a famous doctor in washington dc dr ming he works with the national institute of health and he says acupuncture can help you he said twice a week 10 treatments and then we reassess it's not always 10 treatments but that's a, a good um like a barometer. Of, barometer, yeah. right? And then and then you do reassess. And every single time that you come back, which I hope that you will, because I don't know what one time will do, but we'll see, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but every time that you come in, we, we talk, and then it helps me to tweak the treatment. Um, and then that, because it's layers sometimes. It's not, and that's why you have to constantly tweak it, because you're, you're unwrapping this onion, especially with... Um, internal stuff like fibromyalgia, you know, you can really maintain kind of a drug-free fibromyalgia pain with acupuncture, but that's more of a long-term thing. Um, if you just injured your elbow or your shoulder or your back, it's probably not long-term. Have you, have um, you come across any people with like symptoms or signs of like scoliosis and that are dealing with like a lot of like hip problems or back problems? Oh yeah, that's a, a lot of people. Yeah. You know, um, I personally believe that you can change scoliosis, but it's it's a big effort, and mm-hmm. the sooner the better. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, I'm. I mean, back, shoulder, hip, foot, knee. I mean, the headaches, migraines, right. really helps. Sleep issues, I imagine. Yes. Yes. Well, that's a yeah. huge one for a lot of people. Yeah. Right. And and that requires it. So Western medicine says, oh, it's insomnia. Let's give you uh, melatonin or something. Yeah. Oh, no. They oh, say Ambien, right? Ambien, Ambien or Lunesta. And but in Chinese medicine, insomnia has different etiologies, different origins. It's not just lumped under one thing. So that's why we talk in the beginning so I could determine, you know, do you fall asleep easily and then you wake up so many times during the night? What time of night do you wake up? Do you wake up because you have to pee? Are you dreaming? Are, you know, all of these things go into how I treat insomnia. It's a lot more detailed about the person. It's much more It's nuanced. about you. Mm-hmm. It's not like you go into your doctor and they give you 15 minutes and you only get to talk about one thing. Right. You can tell me anything you want. Oh, sure. Stress. I mean, stress is... The killer. It pretty yeah. much is yeah. the, the, the cause of most illness. I mean, on some level, maybe even from childhood, you know, you have a certain stress and you just carry it with you and then that manifests into something else. Yeah, many people might be in pain around their soon-to-be ex-husband and as soon as they go somewhere else, they feel better. I mean, so there are so many things that you deal with and that's that's why holistic medicine 
works much better for people, but it is, it's not, it's a process and it's not always linear. You know, you can come for your back pain and the first three sessions you felt better. And then the fourth one, you're like, wow, I don't, that didn't feel as good. It's still working. It's just a process. Cause sometimes, you know, when you're working out and your muscles are sore, you go, oh, I'm going to stop working out. I can't right. do that anymore. No, you don't. You yeah. say, okay, I'm going to keep with it because this means I'm progressing. It can be that way with acupuncture. And I'm wondering if you're you're reaching another level. So you've you know you've cleaned out. I don't know. Just think about cleaning your house. So you've cleaned off the surface of the countertops, and now it feels a little bit different because you're cleaning the drawers. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's that's the peeling of the onion. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this, Christy. How can a patient? contribute to their healing like what is an ideal patient for you can they take extra responsibility to contribute to their healing well people should always take responsibility for their own health i mean why why would you surrender yourself to a doctor just without thinking about yourself or doing some research or assessing how does this drug feel in my body and and how did i feel before i took that um, yeah, so people that are really dedicated to their treatment plan and that listen, um, and maybe change their diet, maybe that's, that's part of it. Um, because we, we do go over things like that. Um, they're the people that, that get better and, and that find the value and the benefit. I mean, you, if you go to acupuncture and you try it two or three times and say, oh, it didn't really work you probably didn't give it enough of a shot. And then maybe I'm the wrong person with, maybe my chi and yours don't interact either. I mean, that could be it too. Maybe another acupuncturist would be more suitable, even though they have the same training, you might feel more comfortable with them. Right, right. What's one of the, in your practice, what's one of your major challenges right now, these days coming out of, well, it's feel like we're coming out of COVID kind of, you know, and whatnot? Um. I guess some of the challenge is that, well, initially when things shut down, they didn't really pick on acupuncture, but um, a lot of people were afraid and they didn't come in. Hmm. Um, So that was challenging uh, for a few weeks. But then they started to feel bad, so (laughs) they came back. But I guess it... um, you know, it's the, it's kind of sort of the mask issue, you know, because sometimes people are face down, and I don't require that you keep that mask on because you're going to suffocate, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and and that it it just adds a a layer of challenge. It's not it, it's not really an issue, you know. I mean, people are pretty familiar with you wear your mask when you go in, and then you decide, you know, how it is uh, when you get in. Um, I mean, I do have the one thing I do I have an extra form that my liability insurance requires that like everybody else's does have you traveled all that stuff so but i wouldn't say that i have um any more challenges other than ppe supplies and cleaning which i did anyway right oh more laundry because i use one sheet per person whereas before i used one sheet a day with table paper right so mm-hmm. yeah that's challenging yeah <laughs> <laughs> Did you want to talk about any um, detail stuff? Like, I know there are clients that come that all they care about is results. They're just like, you know, get to the bottom line, make me feel better, I don't care about anything. And then other people may really want to understand how things work and how meridians work and all of that stuff. Did you want to address that at all? 
Well, I usually after the initial consultation, um, I ask people what do they know about acupuncture because sometimes they've been to somebody else and they kind of know, but I'm I'm always surprised at the number of acupuncturists that don't explain acupuncture to people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I I have charts in in my treatment room. And I go through it and I explain just a little bit about the marine. I show them the channels. You know, this is the bladder channel. It goes up your entire. So every channel that's like a river relates to an organ. So if I say your liver chi is stagnated, it's not a problem with your liver. You're just stressed out. Um, so uh, somebody, so an insomnia diagnosis can be a kidney heart disharmony. Does that and I can explain about how that would relate. You know, we have to get into a lot of theory. But um, but I, I explain to people, uh, you know, what's going on and what to expect and in general. And nobody ever says they don't want to know. They're usually very interested in it and because they're interested in themselves, you know, and it relates to them. You know, it relates to everybody. And yeah. So I guess that just kind of like goes back to having your clients really be a magnetic attraction to you and to the actual treatment that they're they're vibing with what with what you're doing am I getting that right pretty much pretty much although you know I mean they don't have to to feel better you know I mean I have some people that come in fix that problem and then I don't see them again for a year you know and that that's fine. You know, it, it's it's an individual thing, just like we're all individuals and we all have, um, in one sense, we're all the same and in another sense, we're all different, right? right. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty, I'm a, there, there's a Chinese formula called, well, free and easy wanderer, but I feel like I'm like that, like, whatever you come in with that personality and that's a good acupuncturist will do that and you mirror that person like a chameleon well you you mirror that person you you know you can find something in common with almost everybody right you know either through travel or job or so finding where where you're similar and seeing your likeness with that person right right that's the struggle in all of our work (laughs) <laughs> there, there's right. a commonality that we have with everybody and with almost anybody uh, you know I find for myself just this isn't necessarily about acupuncture but just in being with people that sometimes when you talk about the details uh, you're very very different but if you focus on what your values are you can find out where you're the same it's like looking for the values looking for for I don't know, because I think most people really care about other people, mm-hmm. but how they show up caring for people might be completely different. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you found this episode valuable and engaging. Through listening to this episode, if you had any question or comment you wanted to share with us, even one for our guest, here's what you can do. You can either go to our website by following the link in the show notes to record your question or comment directly, or email us a recorded voice note with your comment or question, and you could be featured in an upcoming episode. And if your question is for our guest, we will do our very best to have it answered by them personally. If you'd like to connect to our guest directly, their information will also be in the show notes. So thanks again for tuning in with your support. Until next time, I'm your host, Chad. And I'm your host, Ramnik.